0: And I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Hey, what's going on? It's Johnny King. Thanks for joining me. And whether you are a first-time listener or you've been a long-time listener of this podcast, you'll know that I I don't read from a script. I really don't. I come from the heart. Um, And sometimes that serves me well, sometimes it probably bites me in the ass, but uh, Nonetheless, with this particular episode, I want to talk about uh, something that I have struggled with most of my life, which is just doubt. Doubting myself. Um, I can believe in others very, very easily. (laughs) In fact, very well. It's probably what allows me to be successful in many different areas of my life. I love being a cheerleader I love seeing the greatness in people, but then when it comes to myself, sometimes I can be my, my biggest and worst uh, critic, right? I think a lot of us probably resonate with that, and you might be shaking your head right now and be like, yep, that's me too. So I talked about uh, in previous podcasts that that earlier this year, or I should say the end of 2020, I really kind of got into a dark place where I was feeling a lot of apathy. And if you don't know what apathy is, it's kind of where you just are numb and you don't really give a shit about anything. Um, And so for me, doubt and apathy oftentimes come into my life because my fear is bigger than my needs. Does that make sense? So Instead, um, well, I should say before I even go into that, it's it's usually um, it's it it's driven by not knowing uh, how something's going to turn out, right? Which can any of us know how something is for sure going to turn out? So that's the biggest challenge I think for for any of us in life, especially if you are if you have a growth mindset and you're not satisfied with the the status quo. Um, you're always pushing for like the next edge, but the next edge brings more fear, (laughs) right? So, uh, my coach was helping me months ago with, with identifying, is it truly doubt that I'm feeling or is it potentially just an uncertainty of how to do something, you know, how to make money, how to make a relationship work, how to lose weight, um, how to be a, be a good, uh, a great parent, a uh, better parent than we had, right? So, there's a lot of things there, and and, and the reality is that uh, if you have doubt, and you also have uncertainty, um, then that's not good, okay? So, not knowing how to do something, that can actually be a very healthy, healthy emotion to feel. The doubt would be like, oh gosh, I don't know how I'm gonna get this done. Is, is okay because you can always learn how, right? Um, versus having doubt that something could actually work, that's going to be more of a, a, a vicious downward spiral, okay? So, having the belief that something's going to work, but you just don't know how, do you know what I mean? That is a completely different doubt than having a doubt whether or not something's going to work at all. And so, a big part of that doubt is, is what personally has slowed me down a lot, okay? And that doubt of whether or not I'm good enough, whether or not I'm lovable, whether or not I can, you know, follow through and, and execute on the things that I've, you know, committed to, like a lot of that comes back to actually limiting beliefs, And so what I did with my coach, she recommended that I sit down and just start writing out all of the limiting beliefs that I have, line by line, and then to refute them, and to even go into looking at, like, what's the payoff that I have of having the doubt in my life? And as I was going through my my list, I was realizing that the payoff for having doubt for me, just doubt in myself... You know, and thinking that other people have something special, but I don't, that, that payoff of having that doubt means that I don't have to take the risk and, and to confront possibly failing. You know what I mean? So ultimately, <laughs> my coach called me out on, on the fact that she thinks that I'm so afraid of my future self. I'm so afraid of the light, if you will, that it's like I will self-sabotage my present self to avoid stepping into or meeting my future self. And when she told me that, I was like, hmm, that's pretty fascinating because I actually can see that in other people, but it's really hard to see it in myself, right? And so what she recommended is, like I said, you know, going line by line, writing out all of my limiting beliefs, writing out what the payoffs are, and then refuting those beliefs and replacing them with what I know to be true, okay? And so a big part of that is also choosing to surrender rather than attempting to control. Um, And when when doubt hits, of course, it's like, oh, I, I need to control this. I need to be able to put my arms around it and protect it or whatnot. And a lot of times when there's the doubt, then you know the the protection shows up in as not taking any risk, not taking any action because that's at least safer than stepping into to further uncertainty, right? And potentially failing um, or looking funny or embarrassing ourselves, right? So when she asked me, like, okay, cool, surrendering, what does that look like to you? And I said, well, I think it it's like letting go of a certain outcome. Um, but she said, what is it that I do not, what do I not do when I'm surrendering? Um, and of course, that's like not letting go of control. I'm, I'm very controlling of, of how I want something to unfold as it has shown up in my mind, right? So the, the truth is that when, when we have control and we're attempting to, to, to make something work, Right, like I've been in relationships where I've questioned the relationship, and I'm re- I'm working really hard to to make it work. <laughs> oh man, um, I guess the truth is that when we force it, it won't ever work, and there'll always be a part of me that when I'm forcing it, there's also a part of me that's resisting it. This is this is where we kind of have the the internal. Self sabotage. You know, it's our internal teenager that, even if we we know something is healthy or would be beneficial to us, there's a part of us that doesn't like to be strong-armed into doing something. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like the the inner child work that I did uh, a couple weekends ago. The inner child doesn't work that way, or at least doesn't work well that way. Instead, you really do have to be open ready for and willing to make something work. Otherwise it won't, right? So I've learned that I have to step into, you know, deciding or or, or being more clear about what my needs are, you know, and and also identifying where my needs aren't being met. And if I'm feeling empty, if I'm feeling um, not enough, again, that doubt, uh, then I don't feel like I can go where I need to go. And that's when I often feel like I I have to push myself into certain situations rather than just allowing myself to surrender and, and things flow, right? And so when I meet certain people, like, things just flow. They totally flow. And then I meet other people. Conversation feels like it struggles. There's not a, a, a good give and take. They Maybe they talk about themselves the entire time. You know whether we're talking about dating or friendships, business relationships. Um, you know, I've I've recognized at least in myself that a lot of times when I'm feeling like I need to control, there's there's a need, right? There's a need there, and sometimes that need is coming from desire. Like I I really I need this to work because this is like. I'm on purpose and this is something I really, really want. But then other times that need is, it's really coming from insecurity. And so as I've been doing more and more of my own self-reflection and work, it becomes, it has become clearer and clearer the interactions that I have with other people and thus I'm able to actually see it better in myself when someone is coming from a place of desire versus a place of insecurity, you know? So, I, I've been further stepping into this, and I feel like it's relevant for a lot of people that I, a lot of men that I talk to, because there's, there's, along with that doubt comes a lot of uh, a lack of clarity, a lack of purpose, a lack of, you know, knowing what direction to take, what actions to take, and so with that. Um, there there comes this need to be to 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 like i said get to the bottom of like what are some of those limiting beliefs that are at the foundation of this doubt and is it really doubt about you or is it doubt that you don't have like the skills or the knowledge because you can certainly learn the skills and knowledge if you apply yourself but if you doubt yourself just as an individual, and that's coming from a place of insecurity, that's what I really wanted to focus on in this in this particular podcast, okay? Because I'm, I'm up against this all the freaking time. You know, I just released my book uh, a week ago, and I was telling one of my friends earlier today via text that, like, I mean, she actually bought it and read it, and she's like, I know it's, it's meant for 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 men, but I found so much of it applicable to to me i'm like well yes I'm, I'm gearing it towards towards men but we're all human beings right and we're so much more similar than we are different and uh she was she was giving me high praise and i told her i'm like to be honest it's just crazy to hear you say that because i felt like you i gave her the the uh the scenario i'm like have you ever felt like you know you've you've crammed for this test and you've worked so hard on it and then you you take the test and you really have no idea of whether or not you aced it or you bombed it or somewhere in between like it's you can't even see the forest from the trees and she's like totally i'm like that's that's how i felt about this book and to receive you know your your high praise is it's, it's just kind of like surreal to me and uh and i started thinking about that like is that because i don't feel enough is that because i doubt myself that i could actually possibly have written a half-decent book, that I might be a half-decent writer? Um, Or, you know, is it like coming from the insecurity, like I said? Or is it something else? You know, is it a a really like a deeper underlying limiting belief? Um, Or is it just that I haven't practiced receiving? (laughs) That I haven't practiced, um, you know, Really celebrating myself. And so for me, a lot of times with the doubt comes questioning. And so I talk to a lot of guys who feel similarly. And they're like, I don't know if I'm in the right job. I don't know if I'm in the right career. I don't know if I'm in this right relationship. I don't know if you know I live in the right state. There's just a lot of questioning. And for for me, when I've experienced that, <laughs> whether it be in a relationship or a career, when things just aren't flowing, um, that to me just, it just, it drains so much mental energy. It's so mentally and emotionally taxing. And so, you know, the, what I've been focusing on is that there needs to be a change for me personally. And I'm also saying this to you as the listener, if this is something that you you struggle with, there needs to be a change in the questioning, right? Because that's the, that's the draining part. And instead, um, you know, rather than moving forward, that draining part is really what's keeping me from, and possibly you, From moving in other, like moving forward in other areas, other aspects of your life. So, my question for you is that if you do this, if you question a lot, like your own sense of purpose, if you question the relationship you're in, if you question the career you're in, if you're questioning a lot of things that are in your life, then I also want to challenge you to (laughs) kind of check in and see if. Maybe the questioning is convenient. Maybe it's a very unconscious part of you that as long as you're questioning something, as long as you're wondering whether or not something is right or not, then it acts as a distraction or an excuse that keeps you from focusing on the things that you really should be working on. You know, so like... Think about that. Like in your mind, well, if I'm in limbo, uh, then I'm not totally on the hook, right? And it keeps you busy from trying to figure something out. Keeps you kind of, yeah, preoccupied. I know that I did this with sports, especially all through like, you know, elementary, junior, you know, in high school and college. I was scared to take the risk. I was scared to double down on one sport. And thus, it was always a question like, well, I don't know. I mean, should I go all in on basketball? Should I go all on baseball or soccer? Like, I played five different sports in college. Like, that's just the epitome of my athletic career. I was certainly gifted athletically. And had I been honed, <laughs> then who knows where I could have taken my athletic career. But I always used... The fact that I couldn't figure out which sport to really double down on because I was pretty decent at a lot of them, I used as that as an excuse to not fully commit, and as a distraction from even being able to improve in the off season to then have a bigger impact. Because then I really I was scared of actually, like, but what if I go all in on basketball? I give up on baseball and soccer and then I fail at basketball but then I also feel like I failed at all the other sports because I haven't been practicing those right so I did that in athletics I've done that in relationships I've done that in my career and I think I'm not as different (laughs) as a lot of people are out there and like I said having had a lot of conversations with men over the years I think there's a commonality with men who are often questioning their career path or questioning if they've married the right woman or, the, or have the right spouse, right? And so a lot of that too, I realize, is just a deeper underlying belief. It's a fear that if you were to alleviate the fear and let go of it, the clarity would happen, right? Because if you, if you if you're always in limbo, like I said... And you have these, you know, for for me, it's like this deep seated fear of failure. But then I have it coupled with this super high expectations um, that are really hard for anyone to meet, not to mention myself, you know. But because of that concoction, it keeps me in this place of limbo so that I'm not on the hook for any of it, right? And then I never really feel like I'm running the race all i'm really feeling like is i that i'm getting ready to run it right and so my coach told me something that i feel like really resonates with me which which was ultimately <laughs> rather than saying all the time like oh but what are my commitment issues and why am i so insecure and why don't i have any motivation it's all bullshit she's like stop that <laughs> you're enough you know, you're a great coach. You're going to continue growing in this space always, right? Personal growth is always something that I think, I think that those of, of us, you know, if you're listening to this, myself included, we're going to always be growing. That's just who we are. It's like in our DNA, right? Um, but we have to look at actually what we're really good at. Me personally, I'm really good at actually being disciplined and executing when I just get clear on what it is that I need to do. And I get clear on what it is that I need to do when I begin to believe that it's possible, okay? So if I don't believe that something is possible, which is typically just a, a limiting belief, then that's when I get myself into to limbo. Does that make sense? So I have to instead focus on nourishing and leveraging my gifts. And that way, I'm not going to feel like I'm always kind of pushing a rock up the hill. Does that make sense? So instead of being in that place where, oh, I need to fix myself internally, and that'll change things on the outside, you know, if, oh, if I, I, I don't have what I want, maybe that's just because I'm not enough and I have this self doubt. So if I change these things and keep working on myself and I keep going to these conferences and seminars, personal growth seminars, and I keep buying these programs, I keep hiring coaches, then that's gonna change my outside world, right? It's almost like taking too much responsibility (laughs) and then kind of wondering why nothing changes on the outside and I'm not making more money or I'm not finding that relationship. And instead, realizing that I'm actually enough, that yes, I'll always continue to grow, but I have everything that I need right now and then looking at, like, okay, you know what? I am gonna change that career. I am gonna change that relationship. I'm gonna, you know, step into becoming a, a better parent because I have what it takes. And so that's why I just recommend that you step into that as well. Because there's there's that there's that comfort zone of being analytical and blaming yourself and just thinking that you're not good enough. Where where you're wondering, like do you have what it takes to truly shine? Right? So instead, like I said, it's it's more about really focusing on what needs to change on the outside <laughs> rather than doing all this internal work. It's always a balance. I totally get that. But maybe start questioning, like, what are those areas that are in your blind spots? What are those things that you're not looking at? What could be the antithesis of This belief that you aren't good enough, that you have to keep working on yourself, have to keep listening to podcasts, keep preparing to run the race rather than actually to run the race, right? Or you're sitting in the grandstands and you're preparing to step into the arena, but you never do. What if you just were thrown into the race or thrown into the arena? You just have to figure it out, right? So anyways, I digress. That's what I think... You could really take away from this whole thing is like yes, we all, <laughs> we all have our doubts. We all wonder if we're good enough. We all wonder if we're going to be loved. We all wonder if we're going to be rejected or humiliated. And yet, at the end of the day, the people that are successful, sort of, you know, quote unquote, whether it be financially, spiritually, relationally, physically, mentally, emotionally, they move forward regardless of that doubt regardless of the questioning they just they just quiet that voice down and they just take action so that's what i'm committed to over this you know the rest of this year and into 2022 is taking action regardless of my questioning of myself and putting my book out was certainly a big part of that, which is like, I don't know if this is going to be any good. And, and people could totally laugh at me for you know what I put out on these pages. But you know what? I would actually rather have that and, and, and go forward and, and learn. <laughs> maybe then my second book would be better. Or maybe actually I wrote a good book the first time. Who knows? Certainly better to at least find out than to stay perpetually in this no man's land of you know never taking the action so that's my recommendation to you is to look at what area of your life have you been sitting in no man's land and in self doubt for way too long and just take one small action today in that direction maybe you've know you should get in better health better shape but you're kind of overwhelmed you're not even sure you know I met so many people when I was health coaching and throughout the five years that I owned gyms, so many people. Did any of them really question if they could lose the weight? No. Most of them, almost all of them were professional weight losers. They've done it all of their lives. Yo-yo dieting, right? Putting, taking the weight off, putting it back on. So what they really, really questioned was whether or not they could keep it off right? Can I take it off and then keep it off? So that's more of the limiting belief that you're up against and that's what will keep people from even starting. And so I'm saying like, let's say that's that's something that you struggle with. Man, it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help, you know, increase the longevity of your life by staying in this place of, of questioning and self-doubt and not eating healthier or going to the gym. Do one little thing that'll move you towards being healthier today. It's just a 1% increase, which could be drinking one less soda, right? Or going for a 15-minute walk. Or actually going to the gym and, you know, throwing some weight around a little bit. I don't know. It could still be super simple. But that would be my recommendation because through action do we begin to dismantle and kind of eradicate those fears, those limiting beliefs that we have. And like I said, sometimes it's the the questioning of our own self-doubt. Sometimes it's just a question of, like, I don't know how. And if you don't know how, then hire a personal trainer. Or go hang out with someone who has the results already that you ultimately want. And that's obviously a, one of the fastest ways to you know, shortcut your way to, to greater success is get around someone who doesn't have the limiting beliefs that you do. And potentially who, who believe in you more than you believe in yourself. That's what worked for, has worked for me with all the coaches that I've hired over the last 13 years, 14 years. So, anyways, like I said, no script, just coming from the heart. Hopefully it resonates. Looking forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I appreciate you listening as always, and we'll catch up with you soon. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.